Hi guys, I'm Lily and I'm the host for Talking Teens. Talking Teens is a podcast that talks about lots of different issues and adversity that teens face today. It gives tips and advice on how to deal with and overcome certain adversity, as well as being a podcast that teens feel they can relate to. I want teens to feel as if the issues they are going through matter. So sit back, relax and enjoy the next episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Talking Teens. I hope all of you are doing well and staying safe during this crazy time. This episode today is going to be around social isolation and how it is negatively affecting our mental health. Yes, it is another episode around coronavirus. I think it's really necessary. I um, haven't sort of been talking a lot about it recently and each time I then upload a podcast there's all this new all these new updates and all these new um information coming out and there's been some crazy updates here in Australia that I think I need to update you all on and it kind of is is what triggered me to want to do this episode today um and yeah I want to give a heads up that this episode today is going to be really real and really raw and just really transparent. I really want to um, just talk about how we are suffering during this time and how there's many of us who are struggling and unfortunately due to social isolation, um, it has ended with some terrible results with mental health and more specifically suicide. If this is something that may trigger you or may bring up emotions that you may not want to, like, may not want, um, this podcast episode may not be the one for you, go check out another episode. You'll find something that will make you feel way better and, um, yeah, and you can come to, back to this whenever you feel you can. But I don't want to tr- trigger anyone or... Um, you know, bring up any emotions that aren't necessary. But yeah, I thought it was really necessary to do this and I found out some really shocking statistics um, and I just wanted to share that and I wanted to share how I'm thinking about it all and yeah, I really want to start talking about mental health and specifically suicide more in my podcast, Talking Teens. Um, I do understand it is a very touchy subject and very um, tricking subject. However, it needs to be talked about. I personally think that it gets swept under the rug too much and gets pushed aside and is all hush-hush due to some good reasons. Um, Obviously, there have been things that have been talked about you know suicide has been talked about and then it ends up actually triggering other people and people end up duplicating the stories that they've been hearing which isn't great um however I think it needs to be talked about we need to get the stigma off mental health and we need to um no people need to know that it's okay to suffer it's okay to not be okay and um that if you're feeling shit you can get help. You don't need to suffer in silence. You don't need to suffer alone. Um, and I know there's so many people that are suffering right now. 
um, due to COVID. And I know there's so many people whose mental health issues have been brought up again. Um, stuff has been brought to the surface. Or you may be even experiencing uh, mental health issues for the first time. For myself, and I talked about this in other episodes, um, about my anxiety and how it's been like triggered during because of coronavirus and everything going on. And so I'm definitely one of those people who um, has been struggling. And yeah, I did a lot of research on this, guys. And I found really, really some really great articles. And I've also been told some statistics um, from some like professionals. Um, and I'm going to talk about that all today. And yeah, and I also want to mention is the reason I'm wanting to do this and I'm wanting to talk about this is because I have a passion for youth mental health and I have a passion to prevent youth suicide. That's what I want my career to be. I want to be a youth worker. I want to um, have like a certificate or diploma in mental health. I want to open my own youth organization and just get the word out there about mental health and um, get those statistics down. So yeah and I'm doing whatever I can to like get credited for what I'm saying and finding as much information from professionals. I'm not just you know giving you bullshit. I'm definitely giving you real facts and statistics and finding um, reliable information. So yeah. I just wanted to mention that because I think, you know, some people may still be wondering, oh, you know, why are you so into this or whatever? I just thought I would mention that as well because I thought it was, you know, a cool little fun fact. Um, But yeah, let's just, just get straight into it. So an update. We've got some, I know I've got some Aussies who listen to my podcast, but I know um, there's a lot of people who aren't Aussie, so you may not know what's going on here here in Australia and this is what the situation in Australia is what really triggered me to want to do this um episode and upload it for you guys um but the state Victoria is currently in stage three and four lockdown the state of Victoria is in stage three lockdown and and Melbourne which is the capital of Victoria is in stage four lockdown Melbourne has currently been in lockdown already for four weeks before these new restrictions and new this new stage came in due to um, COVID-19 spikes. Cases were spiking and doubling, nearly tripling the number of cases um, that was in New South Wales when the pandemic first started. And when I heard that Victoria was going into lockdown again heard that Melbourne's going to be in lockdown for another six weeks after already being in lockdown for four weeks and the you know being in a higher stage a stricter stage I actually got really scared I was and I wasn't scared for my own like health of oh my gosh is you know COVID then going to come into New South Wales because I am here in New South Wales and we are on high alert restrictions have stricken again but we're not in lockdown we're still at school we're still doing everything sport all of that I got really scared because of mental health um I got really scared because I had already heard statistics already heard stories of people suffering and due to being in isolation 
and I've first-handedly seen it. Um, and so then hearing that, I got really scared for that. And it actually, yeah, I, I, I still am scared. And I, th- I was like, I need to get onto this because this opened my mind up about it all again. I guess once Australia sort of got under control, I thought, oh, the whole world is under control, <laughs> which is a silly thing to think because we're not, the whole world isn't under control. Um, I know in America that some places have spiked again and that restrictions have been getting stricter again. Some people are in quarantine and lockdown. Some people are choosing to self-isolate. Um, yeah, I know that um, Brazil has been in a cr- like crazy state. Parts of Europe are still not very good. Um, and so, yeah, I think once hearing that again in Australia and what's going on in, you know, right here, um, made me realize that this is still a very real thing and I still need to be talking about it. And, um, this pandemic is going to have not just short-term effects, but long-term effects. And so, unfortunately, being in school, being a 16, nearly 17 year old girl, I can't do a whole lot. I'm not part of the government. I'm not, I can't change the world. I can't do anything at the moment. Just you wait, just you wait. You'll see me do doing better, bigger and better things um, after school. But I knew that I had this platform with my podcast. I knew I get, I have you awesome listeners who tune in. Um, and I was like, I need to do this. I need to do what I can to help people. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and yeah. <sighs> And this episode is really just going to be around social isolation and how being in isolation has affected our mental health. Um, I want to start off by a story that I heard. And this is something that I saw on Facebook. I know, I use Facebook. Oh my God, haha, I'm so old. <laughs> um, it was a story on Facebook of this guy and the video has gone viral. So it's not just like I am a allowed to talk about it um this guy his son unfortunately committed suicide and he personally believes that covid killed his son and you know he son didn't get the virus that being in isolation brought up lots of emotions and unfortunately um his son couldn't deal with those emotions and wanted to end his life and hearing that story firsthandedly and watching him speak it was like damn like that's just one story um and I was reading other stories and reading other statistics and I don't want to get into it because I don't want to go too deep with all the stories but um it really was showing how real and how this is affecting us everyone has their personal opinions on isolation as well some people think we don't need it. Some people think it's doing more harm than good. Other people think, no, we definitely need it. I personally think we do need it. Um, seeing Victoria and seeing other parts of the world, you know, we, um, like seeing the numbers come higher and higher while we weren't sort of doing anything and they were just going higher. They weren't going low and high. They were just getting higher and higher. 
And so I definitely think that isolation has been a crucial thing and has been something that we that has been needed. Um, I just think maybe there were better ways of dealing with it instead of, yeah. And this is something that we, guys, we weren't prepared for as well. None of us were prepared for this. And so it's like, it's more than okay to be struggling. It's more than okay to be finding it hard and to be not liking any of it. It's more than okay for mental health uh, issues. I don't like saying that, but mental health issues coming up. It's more than okay for your anxiety, for depression, for loneliness, for any of that to come to the surface. It's okay. Um, and you feel alone because you're in isolation. You physically are alone. You feel alone. Um, but just know that you really aren't because there's so many people in the same position as you. <laughs> like the whole world has been in the same position that you're in or have been in. So, yeah. I want to talk about why. And this article talks about it really good. It's on... Um, it's by theinsider.com and it's on their health reference uh like part of it and their health guys check this page out because it's everything to do with health diet and nutrition fitness and exercise women's health primary care and mental health um if you want more information if you have any questions about your health go to this page you will find what you're um what you're thinking um it's really really cool it's a really really i found a really amazing article here Um, and so, yeah, the reason, and a lot of you may be thinking, well, why am I struggling? Like, I don't get it. Why? And this, the reason is because humans are social animals. We're, we're social animals. All our systems, including our social, psychological, and biological systems, have been developed around social groups and interaction with one another. So when that's been taken away from us... And we don't have that social interaction with people at school, people at work, um, even family members, whatever it is. You you are, you, in most cases, would feel lonely. You may get anxiety and depression. This isn't like a rare thing. This isn't like, oh, you know, why am I feeling this? No one else is because... It's, it's common where if we're meant to be social animals, when we're not being able to socialize and we're having to be in isolation, it's more than likely that these things are going to be brought up. And unfortunately for some people as well, um, isolation is, you know, it's different for everyone as well due because of your, you know, your family structure and whatever it is. It may just be you and your mum or dad or your guardian. It may be a massive family or um, isolating together. You may be isolating by yourself. You may unfortunately be in a family that isn't or being in a home that isn't very safe. Um, and so these emotions being brought up are normal. I don't, I think we need to re remember that as well, that these, these things are normal. Um, feeling this way is normal. They say here in the article that social isolation is hard to define, which is interesting. Um, but they said what matters most is whether a person feels lonely, which scientists refer to as perceived social isolation. And this can have negative effects on our mental health and that can then also harm our physical health. And I think I've mentioned this before. 
I personally think that our mental health is the top. Like, if our mental health suffers, everything else will suffer. Um, if our mental health is suffering, our physical health will suffer. Our social well-being will suffer. Everything else, environmental, everything will suffer. I don't, I personally think that, and I know like it's I've seen it within myself. If I'm my mental state isn't great, my physical state won't be great. My social state won't be great. And so, yeah. They said all this, this article says a lot of all this other stuff about numbers and I don't really need to talk about that. Um, but yeah. It's basically saying that this time, being in isolation, you may, it's more than likely you are going to feel this way. You are going to feel, you may feel sad, you may feel anxious, you may feel lonely and that's like, that's normal. I want you to know that that is normal and don't be hard on yourself. It's, it's such a hard time for all of us. Um, and even for people who like for myself, who at the moment isn't really being too much affected, I'm back at school. I'm able to socialize with my friends at school. I'm able to go to the mall with my friends. I'm able to go outside and be outside more than an hour or a day, um, I'm able to still do sport and go to the gym and do all of that. I'm able to still do volunteer work. So at the moment, I'm really lucky. And I know many of you as well may be really lucky in being able to still do those things. So even if you your life seems to be going back to the way it was or going back to normal, if you want to say that, um, you may still be experiencing those effects from being in isolation. And that's okay as well. Don't think, oh, okay, being in isolation once it's over, I'll be okay. Because I know for myself it hasn't been like that. Um, and yeah. <sighs> um, I actually, when it comes to Australia, it was really, I saw that um, the Australian government and the Department of Health at health.gov.au actually put all this stuff about mental health during COVID, which I thought was really cool. I was really impressed because, you know, we hear all this stuff about the government and politicians and blah, 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 and we can bag them out. Um, but it was really cool to find this and see that there actually are wanting to put all this stuff up and are trying to look out for us as best they can. So, um, you know, wherever you are in the world, check that, check your, you know, sort of Department of Health uh, website or wherever you, you know, whatever it is for you um, and find out if they have information up here. There's many things that we can do to help ourselves. Um, there's many things we can do so that we don't get into a state of severe depression or severe anxiety or there's many things we can do to just help this time feel a bit easier. Um, I've said this before and I stand by it is as human beings, when we, we feel, we feel we have heaps of emotions, right? Um, and sometimes we're going to experience emotions that we don't like. And our, our response to that is to fight it and to push it off. You know, if we're feeling sad or we're feeling anxious or we're feeling angry or feeling emotion we don't like, our response is to fight it, to not accept it, to push it away. 
I encourage you to, when you are feeling anxious, you are feeling down, and I'm going to continue to say this in a lot of my episodes, is accept that feeling. Acknowledge it. Okay, okay, I'm feeling anxious. That's okay. Accept that feeling and do things to help yourself. Even even if at that present moment, the things that um, you're doing to help yourself aren't working in the present moment, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It still means that it's working. It still means that it's helping. Um, and I definitely remind myself of that because I, when I feel not great, I feel crappy, um, and I feel an emotion that I don't like, I tend to fight that emotion and push it away. You know, I think it's our response as human beings. Um, with anything we don't like, we're not going to go, we're not going to embrace it, we're going to want to push it away and fight it. I think it's a normal sort of response. Um, so remind yourself, go, no, it's okay to feel this way and accept that emotion. Accept how you're feeling. And then do things to help yourself so you don't get into a really horrible state where there could be horrible consequences. Some of you may be going, well, how do I do that? (laughs) Don't worry, I'm going to let you know some ways that you can help um, yourself stay as healthy as you can during this time. A number one thing is exercise. Exercise is a really important thing that we can do to help um, us stay as healthy as we can. Um, and not just for our mental health, but also for our physical health, which is really important as well. Um, if you are able to, you know, go outside and if you have that hour of outdoor, uh, like being able to have that one hour of physical activity and be outdoors, use it to your advantage. Um, definitely use it. If you are like me and are able to be outdoors whenever you can, do it. Um, embrace that. Take advantage of that time. And by being active, you know, that can mean going for walks, just going for runs around the block, um, going for bike rides, all of that stuff. Funny fact with bike rides, um, during lockdown in my area, and I think a lot of areas, one of the main things that was being bought were bikes, which is funny, but I guess everyone being in isolation, they're wanting to do exercise, so they're all like, oh, well, let's buy a bike. Um, which is just kind of an interesting fact. Um, if you are unable to go outside or want to do more exercise than just an hour a day, um, there's so many things online that you can do. Check out YouTube, search up whatever you're wanting to do, yoga on YouTube, hit workouts on YouTube, boxing on YouTube. There's so, there's everything that you can imagine. Um, some great uh, workout videos that I use are by Chloe Ting. I'm sure a lot of you um, know her, especially if you're like a teenage girl like me. Um, Mad Fit, they also do really good home workouts. And Sarah's Day, she's an Aussie. She has some workout videos and she actually has an ebook that I downloaded and used when I was in isolation. Really cool. So... Yeah, there's so many things you can do to still stay active. Um, so please do it because it will help your mental state as well as your physical state. The second thing that this article lists is actually meditate. And 
If you haven't checked out my last episode, go check it out. It's all about meditation for teens and why teens should be meditating. Um, and I actually did a 10-minute meditation at the end of that episode. So go meditate. Go use that meditation and um, get into it. So, yeah. Another um, thing they said to help with your mental health during this time is to connect with nature which is actually a really, really cool thing. If you're able to be outside, if you have a balcony, if you have a backyard, if you have that one hour a day of being able to be outside, or if you have longer, like me, um, connect with nature as much as you can. It's so important and it's so, so, so good for your health. Um, you're able to feel much more grounded and you know just breathing in, getting the oxygen, getting all that fresh air and everything. It's so good for you and... Yeah. And if you can't go outside, um, you can listen to nature sounds like the rain or birds or even looking at pictures can help. This is what this article says. Another thing is, you know, obviously staying connected. Obviously, we can't see if you are in isolation um, or think you may be going into it again, uh, which I may very much be going into um, isolation again if uh, cases spike in New South Wales and if the whole world gets a second wave then we may all be in isolation again so staying connected is a really important thing obviously we can't see people in person so video chats FaceTime Zoom Zoom has been like going crazy guys um, house party that's another fun one uh, even Netflix party I did that it was really fun we were watching out of banks loved it um, yeah, phone calls, I did a lot of those, online groups, you know, group chats on Instagram or message or Snapchat or whatever, anything like that. Developing new routines, that's a really, really, really cool one and a lot of actually schools, uh, was recommending staying in a routine or creating a new routine to sort of help you with your schoolwork. And I definitely recommend that. Routine is really, really important for everybody, but it actually is proven that routine is really important for, uh, like, children and for adolescents. Um, and so either trying to stick into your old routine with school as much as you can or creating a new routine. I recreated a new routine when I was in isolation. and I personally loved it more than my routine that I have now. Um... <laughs> And so, yeah, um, create a new routine. That also means that you can have some new habits and try and get rid of old habits, which I definitely was taking advantage of. Um, reach out to others. That's definitely, I would think, one of the most important things that you can do is reach out to others. If you are feeling lonely, it is, you know, I think a thing that we can always think is, oh, can't someone message me? Why isn't anyone messaging me? Why isn't anyone reaching out to me? Sometimes you just have to make the first move and go for it because um, one of you does. So reaching out to friends, reaching out to family, reaching out to anyone that you think um, you can talk to. And yeah, if you need more support, I'm going to list all of the... Uh, you know, crisis lines, global crisis lines that you can also use at the end of this um, episode. But yeah, 
these are all some things that can help you during this time. And yeah, and it actually says in this article that overall these activities can stimulate the production of neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins, which all promote mental health and stability, which is actually really true. Like when you're exercising and doing stuff, it releases those lots of people call it like feel good hormones, which um, makes you feel happy, makes you feel, um, you know, feel joy and feel good about yourself. So participating in those um, activities will help you and um, keep you as healthy as you can during this time. I want to reassure you that you're, you're going to be okay and that everything happens for a reason and that we are going through this time for a reason and that you in you are not given anything that you can't handle. I definitely remind myself that is that I'm not you're not giving it you are not given anything in life that you can't handle. You can push through these times, you can get through it because um you've got it. You've got it. And you will actually be grateful for all these tough times um, after once you push through it you'll be like oh wow that wasn't as hard as I thought I know for me when I ever go through a tough time and I feel as if it's the hardest thing on earth on earth and then I get through it and I go wow getting through that it wasn't as hard as I thought now looking back on it um so yeah push through you got it guys and yeah so that is the end of this episode and I'm really hoping that this helped and I know like I said it was as open and honest as I wanted it to be um and yeah and I want you to know that you're going to be okay and yeah if this episode has brought up any triggers or emotions that you are not comfortable with please 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 know that you can talk to someone my dms are always open at talking.teens um and please reach out and get help i'm going to list the global crisis lines that you are able to connect with when or if you need it um obviously i can't list every country's um crisis lines i've got the ones mainly that i know my audience like i've seen like who my audience is and i've listed your guys's if i've missed out on one please please search it up yourself if you think you need it um just know it is not a weakness to reach out and get help. So, yeah. For Australia, we've got Lifeline, which is 13 11 14. Let me... 13 11 14. For New Zealand, you've got Lifeline. And if you are in Auckland, you should call this number. 095 if you are outside of Auckland, please call 0800-543-354. If you are in South Africa, your crisis, suicide crisis line is 0800-567-567. Or you can SMS the number 31 three nine three which is really cool because I know everyone not everyone likes to um 
like be on the phone talking to someone. Sometimes you just rather text, which is really awesome. For the United Kingdom, you've got the Samaritans Helpline, and I know that a lot of countries has the, have the Samaritans Helpline. I saw a lot of European countries, especially, that had the Samaritans Helpline. Um, so many of you may be right now that you may hear that and go, "Oh, I know that." So, for the United Kingdom, the Samaritans Helpline can be reached at one one six one two three. And if you are in the USA, the National Suicide Prevention Line can be reached at one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. And it says here that in two thousand and nineteen, the use of nine eight eight was approved. I have no idea what that means, but just wanted to add that in. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to add those um those crisis lines in, and I'm going to be adding this in at the end of each episode so no if anything does brought being brought up or if you have anyone ask you for help you can um give them this information or if you ever need to use it you can stay strong everybody i know you've got this i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and i really hope that you can took some stuff out of it i know it was a bit of a heavy episode but sometimes we need that um and yeah stay strong i love you all and i'll see you in my next episode bye